I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Namaste and welcome to Yoga with Yogurt. Just like every week, yes... There will be yogurt provided at the end of today's class. Now, we can all start off by taking a deep breath in. And then slowly exhale as I put on today's meditation track from Rolling in the Geek. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Marcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge Cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here, and on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Trevor sees the undead kobolds under the water, but after an assist by Selena and a rope, he is able to get out. No one believes him about what he saw, because no one saw what happened because of the murkiness of the water, and Trevor is known to lie. He said... <laughs> he decides to go back under with the rope tied to him. The kobolds come after him again as he attempts to make it to the statue as Harkos attempts to destroy it. They are eventually able to break the statue, which clears up the water and forces the corpses to sink to the bottom, further proving the lie. The only exit from this room is through a flooded tunnel, and the B-team heads through it to make it to the next intersection. 
Much of the team has difficulty making it through, due in part to poor swimming skills, armor, bad rolls, and crumbling rock from above them because of small earthquakes. The team finally make it, but after they catch their breath, they hear another bigger earthquake and then a massive crack immediately after. And that is where we pick back up. That you and uh, you and the rest of the B team are chilling in this little alcove uh, on the other side of the flooded tunnel. And uh, the only way to go from here is that there's a sloped tunnel uh, heading away from you. Uh... Uh, onward to the slope tunnel heading away from us. Okay. Trevor, what's wrong with your voice? (laughs) Get that out of the way right here at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Disclaimer right now. This is, this is Brad losing his voice. So Trevor's not going to be too good. (laughs) Uh, Trevor took a shot to the throat from one of the rocks. (laughs) I mean, in in fairness, Trevor did spend the most time underwater. His lungs were probably... (laughs) We're probably on fire and not the good kind, like his his little fucking fire deity. So, um, Hawkhouse, I uh, <laughs> I think we should travel along down the path ahead of us. <laughs> oh God, it feels funny. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yes, I, I agree. I do not, I do not want to go back through the water and I think we should find out what is making that horrible noise. That's, that's my voice, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I fucking hate you. (laughs) All right, so uh, are are you are you going to continue marching forward then? Yes. Okay. Onward. Hey, could you do that again for me? Onward. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> hitting hitting <laughs> hitting puberty again. Yes, for like the <laughs> sixth day this week. All right. Uh, so you you uh, you and the rest of the B team. I. Uh, Continue up this slope. Uh, it, it, the the earthquakes have stopped uh, since that last crack that you heard. That it's it's ceased for the moment, so you haven't felt any more tremors. But as you start going up the slope, you hear something a little different. Uh, you hear oh. it's like a tinkling noise, like uh, like small pieces of metal clinging off of each other. Um, um what, like it's almost a whisper is, going through the air. It's just, tinkle, 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 tinkle. Ah, cause I have to pee all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we already did this, Brad. <laughs> we, we did this like t- twice before we started. Uh, Trevor, is, is that, is, can you, can you secure your hammer, please? It's making quite mm-hmm. a racket. That is not my hammer. Oh, I didn't think so. I figured your hammer would be louder than that, but I I did want to wish very hard. <laughs> All right. Um, so are you continuing on? Trepidatiously, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you round a corner and then you see the uh, you see an exit from this room into uh, a moderately sized alcove uh, that doesn't 
seem like it belongs here, that something's a little different about this. Uh, it's almost, it's different stone. Uh, as you're, huh. you get to the room, you look around and it's not the, the typical, uh, the typical caves and tunnels that you've been making your way through, that it's uh, more like obsidian lining the walls. Uh, huh. It very clean cut and it's not like broken off and and tunneled in mind like the rest of it, that it's it's like a sheer wall rather than a rough wall that you're used to. Uh, the biggest note about this room is that in the middle of it, there is a... Uh, think about like the size of an oil drum, but it's a large black kettle that has bright, shining gold sitting inside of it. Trevor? Whoever that belongs to, we should not mess with them because they have killed a lot of kobolds. <laughs> they have killed so many trapezoids that I, I do not wish to be here. Um, There's no one else if, in the room. There's just this kettle. Uh, and it looks rough. It's almost like it's it's seen some shit. Uh, ah. There's like scratch marks and pieces of it have been chipped off. and it's But the 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 coins inside of it just gleam. Um, Hakos, if he's been paid for killing the kobolds, then he must be on our side, yes? We thought the same thing about Ansigar. That's fair. And Elian. <laughs> and I'm sure countless other people in the future. I'm gonna go check it out. Okay. Uh, so like I said, the, it's a it's a huge kettle. Uh, it's like kind of the height of an oil drum, uh, but it's quite a bit wider around, especially in the uh -huh. middle. Like you, you know the typical like large kettle shape. Uh, uh, but the uh, are you massive. gonna are you gonna inspect the the coins themselves? Yes. Okay. So you pick up one of the coins and it feels warm, like as you're holding it. it it's very warm. Uh, but you look at the faces and. On one face, it's not the same as the coins that you have been picking up. That there's a standard currency throughout all of Riven. Uh, has the same has the same markings on both sides, and this is very different. On one side, there is an imprint of a skeletal head with a crown on top. Mm. Right, I'm out. <laughs> Abort! And <laughs> Abort mission! Done been down this road before! Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, and then on the flip side, there is uh, a picture of a six-towered palace with writing along the edge that no matter how hard you look at it, you can't decipher what it's saying. What if I don't look at it? <laughs> when you when you're looking out into the corner of your eye, it's almost like you can see it 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 comes into focus for just a second and then it, and then it just blurs out again. Like it there's it, your eyes can't fathom these words. They look like just words. They look like any other writing, but when you look at them they just get jumbled and blurry in your vision. I'm going to close my eyes and hold on to the coin. Okay. It feels warm to the touch. 
put it against my forehead. Uh, it sticks there, and everyone makes fun of you. Sweet. <laughs> Trevor, you look like an idiot, and you sound like one, too. Harkos, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, are you doing anything? Making fun of Trevor. Um, <laughs> other than the obvious. <laughs> uh... I mean, if, if if Trevor's just been up there and nothing bad has happened yet, I guess I will go um, start looking at the scary cauldron full of blood money as well. <laughs> uh, so you get up there, you see the same thing. You see the, the skull with the crown it, uh, on one side, and then you flip it over, and it's the same thing as what Trevor was experiencing, that you just can't seem to get your eyes on this writing. On, on the edge of the coin. Uh, but after a moment, you hear, hee hee, get your hands off me, gold. Oh my. Trevor, he's here. The and then you, is here. You, you hear, like, it's a fizzle noise and then a pop. And then on the other side of the, col- of the, the kettle, cauldron or whatever you want to call it, I guess. I guess cauldron is probably the word I should have been using this whole time. But kettle, like a tea kettle, is apparently the word that I wanted to use. <laughs> uh, it's just a big ass tea kettle. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just starts spitting coins out from the from the tip. Uh, so you look across, and there is a uh, it, it, like a dwarf sized man in bright green that is spattered with blood and he has scars all across his face and his arms uh, and has just an angry look about him as he looks at you. Brad, I don't think this is a regular episode anymore. (laughs) I don't don't either. You don't think that I would throw a a, a leprechaun at you? (laughs) He in a had typical all, episode? He well, had, now we know what it is. He, he had, he had to, uh, yeah, because we didn't know moments ago. <laughs> he, he had me in the beginning with the normal intro, but then something strange is afoot. First we had the Ondinian coins, and now, now this. Something, something unlucky is so, afoot. Oh, God. You know what? I don't care. Fourth wall breaky. Um... <laughs> Can can you explain what this emblem is on these coins? These this does not appear to be coins from around here. You have no right to ask about me coins. Those are me coins, not you coins. I'm just admiring them. They're very very uh, b- beautiful. One admires <laughs> with their eyes and not with their hands. We'll set it back down. Some, someone who likes their coinage so much shouldn't leave it sitting here in the open like this. It's, it's liable to be... There are, there are trapezoids in these mines that could very easily take your coins. There's shapes in these in these here caverns? No, see, trapezoids are kobolds because they're less inferior... They're more inferior shape than the other shapes. I don't know why. We just kind of settled upon that in episode one. You know, if you had been around longer than right now, you would know this information already. <laughs> Methinks that's to... actually kind of rude for you to say. <laughs> well, methinks it's kind of rude for you to not listen to our podcast. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know where the I don't know I don't know where all that came from. I said this shit about kobolds could have stole it, but I don't. Oh, uh, whole po- 
I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a weird headspace. <laughs> so he actually uh, he, he takes a look at at the two of you and and uh, Selena and and uh, Marcus and Trevor or Marcus and Trevor uh, at Marcus and and Puffles behind you guys, and he says, "You." You are actually here to steal it, aren't you? And he grabs the kettle with one hand and pulls it off the off the ground, and uh, he takes a battle stance with it. Oh, you are a strong little fella, aren't you? He's very <laughs> strong. <laughs> the gold has no weight to me. It only weighs on those with a bad soul. Hee-hee! <laughs> Uh, and he's going to uh, try to attack you with it. If we uh, go uh, ahead and roll no, for initiative. No. How, how about no? Man. Oh, he got a shit initiative. This guy's got a Napoleon complex. I don't like it. I have an 11. I also have an 11. Fuck you guys. Don't say just because you roll bad doesn't make our 11 some god roll, okay? It's not our fault that your little leprechaun rolled like a three. Our 11s are about midway through. Hey, so. hey it was a four. Thank you. <laughs> well, motherfucker. Four is my dexterity modifier, motherfucker. So, <laughs> step to me, brethren. Are, are we good? Presumably, no. presumably, my eleven comes before Trevor's eleven. Oh yeah, you got way more decks than me. Not as a monk, no way. No. All right, so I, uh, Parkos, you have the higher deck, so you are first. Like he's like getting ready to swing this thing down on one of you. Like he's he's mid process. So there's 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 no him not attacking like it's happening. There's you guys there's were no... trying to steal his gold. He comes in yeah. and you're all manhandling it. I mean, we, we, to steal gold. we haven't said that out loud yet, so it's not it's neither here nor there. I mean, yes, Nick did fully intend on stealing it all and giving it to Phil, but that is not the point. Um, the point is that I'm going to stab him with a spear. Okay, that's the point. It's on the end of my spear. Okay, uh, I'm going to attempt to stab him. I'm a 19. Uh, yes, that spear. does it. Yeah. Okay. Um, where is the D8? That one. And then eight piercing damage. Okay. And then we're going to come around with the backhand. That didn't happen. That did not happen even a tiny bit. I didn't even try. You know what? I, I, I redact that. I did not roll that natural one. And I also <laughs> didn't swing my fist at the leprechaun. Okay. I did. I did all of those things. I swung, <laughs> I, I swung my fist and rolled a one. I was I was waiting for it. All right. So are you good then? I mean, I'm not happy about that one. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's... Take this. Oh, you're shorter than I thought. Oh, dear goodness. Oh, man. Didn't think it was possible to be smaller than a cobalt. All right. Uh, Trevor, it is your turn. Uh... I'm going to heat metal the pot. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a saving throw for it because it is not a normal pot. 
Uh, that is a 14. Uh, what what kind of save, uh, what kind of save is it actually? Because I rolled a fourteen. Uh, <coughs> um, uh, he if he's holding it, he's going to take damage. Oh. But it's a con save to see if he's going to hold on to keep holding on to it. Oh, okay, so that's a twenty-one con save. Oh yeah, well he keeps holding on to it then. Okay, so uh, go ahead and do your damage though. That would be 14 damage. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he is oh. going to take a legendary action. And uh, he points at... Uh, let's roll this. Selena. So he points to Selena. And uh, you see a rainbow arcs off of his finger. And Selena rolls really badly. Uh, and you see that this rainbow hits her, and then she just vanishes. Oh, no. What did you do? Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> She's where she belongs. <laughs> Put you where you belong, you little bastard. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Talk shit to the bad guy of indeterminable strength. Good job. <laughs> he just made someone blink out of existence with one little twitch of his finger. He can't be that strong. You don't know that. For all you know, she's just a different color on the spectrum now that is imperceivable by our eyes. True. He makes a fair point. That's possible. It was a rainbow attack. It could have done any number of things. Uh, all right. So Puffles has his turn. He is going to roll. And he got a 13 total, which is did not hit. Uh, and so it goes to his turn. Oh, I was going to say this, but I didn't want to interrupt the rainbow thing. Um, the, the little... The, the little terror beast also has a uh, disadvantage since it can't drop the object. If it doesn't, it, it says if it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of Trevor's turn. Well, fortunately, what he's going to do is not a. Uh, Damn it! It's not an attack roll or ability check. <laughs> I tried. I tried. So he is doing the same thing that he points over to Puffles. And a arc of rainbow comes off of him. And Puffles does not succeed. He gets an eight total. And so this this rainbow hits Puffles, who then just whoosh, just poofs out of existence. Trevor, I'm worried. Yum. You shouldn't have stolen my gold. No one stole your gold, are you? Oh, God. You intended to. <laughs> ha -ha! I'm going to take my intentions and I'm going to punch them right up your nose. I second that notion. Uh, okay, Arcos, ah, it is notion. back around to you. You're clever, Trevor. Ah, <laughs> ah. Okay. Stabby stabs with the spear. 
Nice. That's another. Oh, I was gonna say that's another nineteen. It's not. It's a twenty-one. Okay. Um. So then this guy. Um. That is seven piercing damage. All right, fists, don't fail me. We've properly adjusted for height of tiny person. Oh, maybe we didn't. That's a 15. Uh, 15 to hit? Yes. No, that does not hit. I didn't think so. What are you doing to me, dice? So, just just for flavor, the first time when I came around, I 100% just whiffed right over the top of him and went, oh, God, and glanced down. And this time, it was lower, but it was still way over the dude's head. Like, I am not used to fighting <laughs> tiny boys, apparently. It's okay. For whatever reason, the spear is fine. The spear, I, I must just have a low center of stab. It's interesting. But, <laughs> Very interesting way to put it. All right. Uh, okay, he is going to use another legendary action. And let's see. Trevor, you're evens. Harkos, you're odds. Uh, so, Trevor, he points to you. Make a charisma saving throw. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a that's a eight. <laughs> uh, okay, so sorry, Hark- sorry, Brad, your your voice cut out. It's an eighteen. You said right. That's, that's <laughs> I heard you say the eight part, but you forgot the second half of the word. Yeah, Harkos sees what? Harkos, you see, I, uh, I uh, this wave of rainbow hit Trevor. And then Trevor just poofs. Harkos, no. That was beautiful. Oh, that, that hurt so much more. <laughs> yeah, but see, the, the question is, was, was it intended or did his voice just give out? <laughs> we'll never know because he's he's gone now, so he can't speak. It was very well done, though. That's true. Whether twas Brad or the universe. Quite beautiful. Uh, so. Trevor! Oh, you've really screwed up now. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so it is his turn. He is going to attempt to whack you with the pot of gold. Uh, That is a 29 total to hit. It doesn't hit. Oh, well, that's that's crazy. Uh, So that is 17 damage. Jesus. Um, so just because, um, I, oh my God, that hurts my heart. Hurts my heart, Kos. Ah! Um. That's, that's nasty amounts of damage. Um, so just because of the, the situation that we're in, and I've, I've never, I've never messed with this before, but. Um, with Trevor being gone and everything, Harkos is in a uh, in a pretty uh, aggressive spot. So I'm actually going to burn one of my key points. Okay. And I'm going to do vicious return. Okay. All right. Do it up. Okie dokie. Uh, ho, 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 ho. Fuck you, buddy. That's a natural 20. Woo. 
living off the fucking Trevor trauma. <laughs> okay. So that's a D8 for a base. And then that's six. So 18 piercing damage. Wow. Nice. And that was just with the spear because that's my regular yep. attack. So. Yep. All right. I uh, so after your turn, he takes a legendary action and he points his finger at you. That w- that wasn't my turn. Oh no, because yeah, he attacked you. Okay, yeah, go ahead and make your regular your regular turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna come in with the spear again. Um, that is 19. To hit? Yes. To- yeah. Yeah. 19 total, and so then uh, eight piercing damage. Okay. Come on. We can do it together. My fists and I. Fucking finally. That's another 19. To so, hit. Yep. Yeah, so tiny, tiny little bit more of dablage. Uh, another eight, but um, slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and each time, so so because of the way the the, tur- the initiative roll is set up and everything, he comes in and he, he, he gets me really fucking good. And so because of how hard that hit was and how hurt Harkos is, I'm gonna say that there's like it's 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 a deep because it was it was like with the with the pot, right? Yes. So 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 he hits me. And it's one of those like, <clears throat> and there's like there's a, a bunch of blood just comes out of Harkos's mouth uh, because of how hard you fucking hit me. Um, and Harkos brings up his arm wipes it and then comes down with the spear for the like the the vicious uh attack one is like you do not understand and does that and then does the spear and the punch what do you have done by taking trevor and then that on trevor is when when he punches him in the face just for for text flavor flavor text rather uh okay so have you ever seen one of those movies where somebody gets hit and then they just stare at you, like stare at the guy like it did nothing. Yeah. That is exactly what happens with this. That's not this moment. Got it. Cool. I'm glad we clarified that. Of course it is. uh, So now he is going to use his legendary action and point at you. And I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Perform a uh, charisma saving throw. Oh, don't worry. You can tell me to do whatever you want, and I guarantee I won't fucking make it. Harkos is too timid to be good at charisma. Uh, That's a 16. Okay, that does not make it. You get hit with this rainbow light, and you go black. So is there there any wind-up? Uh, before, before like he, you can see that. him like he takes his hand back and then he points it at you, and then that rainbow shoots off from his hand. So think Iron Man, <laughs> but with rainbow. So just just because, again, as far as I'm concerned, like he just killed all of my friends. So as he's winding up, and there is just blood dripping out of Harkus's mouth. And I've just attacked him, and he's done, like it's clearly done nothing to him. As I see him winding up, Harkus gonna be like, "You better hope it takes in one." And then, and then uh, to black. Yeah. All right. So, an indeterminate amount of time passes. You are just stuck in this black void space. You're awake. You're aware of where you are. And I'm speaking to both of you at this moment. Uh, Trevor, you get there just uh, a few moments 
And then all of a sudden, poof, there's Argos. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, it would appear he's killed us both. And this does not feel dead. Yeah, I mean, also, and Harkos, you, you kind of feel yourself. You don't even feel like you got hit like you had. Your your body's different. Like, it's it's like you just woke up. This doesn't look like the mines either, so I, I don't... Uh. No, this definitely does not look like mines. You're just in a black void. I guess this would be an awesome time for me to say that I paid a lot of attention on how to properly meditate in a stressful situation. I did not. <laughs> uh, you you two are alone, by the way. Puffles and Selena are not here. Oh, oh no. Arcos. If we're, we're here, but there is no... Well, what about the others? Well, they did come in before us. Maybe maybe they've got out. Oh, I, I hope so. I uh, okay, so you're you're there for a few moments and then Trevor, suddenly you feel a tug. And Harkos, as you're looking at him, you can see like his form shifts to the left a little bit. And then all of a sudden he shoots away at like 300 miles an hour and he's just gone. Trevor, don't, don't leave um, me. And uh, Harkos, after a few more moments, you feel that you feel the same tug and then whoosh and you just go flying. And it's like I think about a wormhole that this is almost kind of what you're traveling through is you're just whooshing along and all this light and stuff is passing by you. It's like you're traveling in a rainbow. That's terrifying. And then you suddenly see through the darkness in front of you a shape. A big, a a large blue shape. And as you're getting closer to it, you can make out this shattered piece of land on the shape. And this bright rainbow light coming out from these cracks in the land. And you're looking at Riven from miles away. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I don't... What? And you continue to fly through, and you can feel yourself starting to slow down as you start to approach the shape. And you fly down, and, and as you get closer, you can start to spot things. Like, you can see the bright lights of Aetherport on one side of the continent. And because of where you knew... The, the pirates and the ley lines and stuff, you can see the you, you can see places that you know that they traveled. You can see the sanctuary of Okaido. 
Trevor, you can see Firebend. That it's you're watch you're looking at it from this great distance, and then you feel another sharp tug, and it pulls you back towards where you know Iron's Edge is. And then you keep on flying there, and then you feel another tug, and you change direction towards the mountain. And then things get fuzzy for a second, and then you feel solid earth underneath your feet. And you open your eyes, and you're back in the caves. Oh, that was strange. I don't think I'll be doing any flying for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. Oh, I uh, uh, uh. uh, so go ahead and roll perception checks for me, please. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good. <laughs> that's uh, not, I'm happy for you. Twenty-two. Sixteen. Okay. Well, that's not bad. That's it's not to, bad. It's just it's it's still twenty two enough. That, it's still uh, twenty two. Yeah. I uh, okay. So you you both hear this. You you hear the clang of metal and the sounds of combat from down this tunnel that you're standing in. Um, <laughs> I suppose we go check. Yes, I I do not know what has happened, but maybe, maybe it's Melia or Jor- Jorik's team and we we should help. Or it could be Puffles and Selina have gotten free. <laughs> uh, okay, so you rush towards the sound? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you rush down this tunnel. Uh, it doesn't seem familiar, but I mean, everything kind of looks the same at a certain point when you're in these tunnels. Uh, yeah. You start running forward and the sounds get louder. Uh, and you get up to one of those metal doors that is uh, between uh, that are always kind of coming off of the uh, uh, like locker room type areas and storage areas. But it is closed, but the sounds are definitely coming from the other side of it. Um, go go check it out. OK, I uh, yeah. roll uh, roll perception checks. That's another 22. Mine's <laughs> 14. I'm getting worse. So, okay. So, enjoyable. Uh, uh, Trevor, something feels odd. Like, it's like, okay, so every one of these doors, the, the handle has always been on the right. This time you get up to the door and it's like you reach for the handle and it's where the hinges are. That the handle's on the left. Hmm. Try it anyways. Okay, you you try it and it clicks and opens. Well, this is this is very strange. It's just a door, Trevor. Well, you said that you said the 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 handle was with the hinges. Yeah, the, the handle was on the opposite well, side of the door from what it normally <clears throat> is. Like every time that you've seen one of these doors, it the handle is always on the right hand side of the door. And when you reach, like, you just kind of naturally reach for where the handle should be, and it's not the right side. That it's on the opposite side of the door. 
like it's flipped from what you would normally have down in these in these tunnels compared to right, what, what you've I'm ever asking, seen. What I'm asking though is are are the hinges on that side also? No, no, no they're not. He oh, okay. his 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 phrasing was just saying that the door handle is on the side that usually has I the hinges. You. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the the handle turns and the door opens. Now look inside. All right. Uh, Inside, you see two people. You see Jorik and you see Selena. And you open the door right as uh, uh, right as Jorik cuts down uh, someone that you've seen before. It was uh, Rashmatash. That he cuts him down and as he turns to look at what the noise was you can see that he is he is rough his armor is all scraped up he's bleeding from multiple places uh, he's actually had to ditch the helmet that he would normally take into battle you can see it laying next to him that it's it's battered and and pieces of it have been broken off or cut into I uh, that he looks very rough. That he um, turns and looks at you. Oh, there's more. Selena, steady yourself. And he turns and takes a, a fighting position towards you. Oh, uh, no. Jor- uh, Jorik, it's, it's, it's us. Yes. How, how do you know my name? It's. What? It's Harkos and Trevor. We. We came into the mines with you to to purge the the mountain. What? Are, who are you? It, it's Harkos and Trevor. We we came into the mines with you to purge the mountain. Uh, did am I? Is is this thing on? Hello. Um, <laughs> I, I, I. We came into town. I mean, if Trevor were to tell you, it'd probably be. A few months ago, but it was really only like a week or so back now. We we have closed off the town. There's there's not been anybody here for months. Um, but Elian, he, he he called for help for people to come help fight the the Elian. Th- 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 yes, I know he's kind of a touchy subject, but ever no. since we got him out of town and. Got everything. We, we trusted him. We we came down here to fight back the horde, and he he locked us in. No, no, he 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 wanted to, but what? I feel very tired. How do you know all this? I told you we we came here at the behest of Elian. Tre- Trevor and I we we showed up separately, but we've been thrown together a, a few times now, and we we are quite close. And uh, we skirmished with Selena and and Marcus and uh, Puffles uh, on the the first day we- and. Uh, Make a perception check. Ten. 
It's getting worse. Oh, no. It's getting so much worse. Did you Harvest want both of us to Yeah, go ahead. You're there. Oh, um, seven. <laughs> I. Okay, so no. I. <laughs> um. Uh, it's, it's what you get for having great rolls there for a bunch in a row. And then, you know, and no kidding. Things, things change rapidly. Uh, so Jorik looks at you and he looks over at Selena and he's like, he, he says, Selena, have you ever, have you ever met these two? And you see, she just shakes her head as she has just steel eyes on the both of you and her bow drawn. What, what, what do you, what do you mean? She's. She's part of our team. We we went into the heart of the mountain together, and then there was there was the small man with with the money, and and then you and Puffles you disappeared, and then Trevor disappeared, and I I tried to stop but him, but then I disappeared, and Puffles and Puffles has been dead for weeks. Oh my! Oh. We we just saw him. That's imp- it's impossible. There's no, no way. It was the first attack in a long time, but he got caught. We I I sent him to the I sent him to the tower. I told him to ring the bell and he never made it. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I, I swear we we just we just saw him. I don't I don't understand what's happening right now. I don't either. I, you're strangers that have come up to us with all this information of people that are we know, and some of whom are gone. But how how could you? I, what? What about what about Melia Tinleaf? You see, he turns and he, uh, he he walks over towards the the door that is on the other side, uh, and he says, "Well, um, if you're here to help, then you're here to help." But I was. Since we're stuck here, the only thing that I could think to do was try to end this. Unfortunately, it's just down to Selena and I, so I could use some backup. Um, uh, yes, let's... Of, of course. Okay, so, sidebar, do you guys kind of get what's going on here? I think so, nope. yeah. You've been transported nope. to Dark Revan. I was gonna say, like, Brad's saying no. So, <laughs> so my uh, specifically, I definitely, I feel like I picked up on it when you said that Puffles got sent to the tower to ring the bell. Yeah, that was that should have been the first fight that Trevor and Harkus were in when we mm-hmm. met Ansigar for the first time. This is a Riven, well, an Iron's Edge where Trevor and Harkus never got to town. Yes. Yeah. Oh fuck that! I don't like it. <laughs> All of this sucks. It sucks so bad, and it it, it also it also sucks because it makes me f- full of myself. Because I'm like, oh, look at all the good. Like I kept Puffles alive because I showed up. 
Not that right. fucking important, you liar pants. I don't like any of this. This is this is <laughs> this is poopy caca. <laughs> okay, I uh, so he he opens up the uh, he opens up the opposite side door, uh, and he says, "Well, um, the the only thing that we can do is is keep on pushing." And you mentioned the heart. And that's that's where I was hoping to head. Elian may have sealed off the entrance, but doesn't mean that I can't stop this with the last breath that I have. Well, agreed. We will assist you, since you don't seem to remember much, um, or maybe we don't remember correctly. I'm. V- Things are strange. Uh, what all? What all were you aware of uh, before Elian sealed you in here? Did you only come down here to stem the cobalt threat? No, that that took a heavy toll on us. The first incursion that this was just a scouting mission. We were trying to get an idea of the best way to attack and. I brought brought some of our best in and then this it sounds like your Elian sent you down here on purpose for that to trap you well in hindsight that's definitely what it feels like Then we must get out. Then we must. God damn it. (laughs) It's okay, Trevor. You don't need to be choked Um, up. It's fine. Then we must make it out of here and bring him to justice. Whatever it takes. I, I do not know what is going on, but you are our friend. Even if we don't, you don't know who we are. He, oh. he kind of, as he's opening the door, you say that, and he turns back and he looks at you and he says, you know, I, I used to have friends until I watched them get taken by these monsters time and time again. It's better to not be my friend. Then he opens the door the rest of the way and he starts moving down. I'm going to follow him. Okay. Yeah, same. Okay, uh, so as you're heading down, you, uh, it, I'm not going to make you roll perception checks because it's just echoing down here that you can hear screams from further down the tunnels. Post taste. Uh, you you start to move quicker, and Jorik puts a hand up. It's not wise to just charge in. Oh. Well, that's kind of what I do, but okay. Um, also, just a thought, if Jorik doesn't recognize us and uh, somehow Elian has sealed the 
minds off whatever is happening here. Um, as we go deeper into the tunnels here, there is a chance something is happening that people are bringing back dragons, and I didn't want to break this news a second time, but <laughs> apparently I have to. <laughs> And before we come across them and you're taken by surprise, I just thought you should know. Okay, let's keep moving forward. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll uh, uh, a persuasion. I don't want to. It is the truth. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Fuck yeah, Harkos. Okay. Uh, so Jorik looks over at you and... Hmm. You must be aware of some things then, I... This is a painful memory, but I am aware that they're bringing back dragons. The first one that was made that attacked Iron's Edge, that they used, they, they the used, priest. they used Melia. Oh, I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> they used Melia as the vessel to create it. No, 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 they, no, they, they used the, they used the priest. The priest was the the vessel for the dragon, and then we we we, it wasn't. It wouldn't be the the, the priest died. That he he died the the first attack. We we haven't had anyone here of of a faith in in months. Trevor, I did I do not like it here. Nor do I. This is quite confusing. Hmm. Well, I can see that the the idea of Melia changing is not pleasing to you, but I uh, this is going to be even worse. <clears throat> she's she's the one that I hunt. She's the core of this now. I'll take your silence as acceptance <laughs> of this truth. Yes. Um, well, maybe less talking is, is better and we should just get on with the task at hand, I suppose. We should be close. The one that we just killed was one of her guards if the information that we've been able to extract out of the prisoners that we've taken has been any good information so let's continue yes alright so you continue on uh, and 
the the thing that uh, you guys were rolling for earlier that you're now kind of noticing is that Marcus is nowhere to be found. That he's not he's not with Selena and she's just staying behind everyone, kind of doing her regular thing. But she does not have Marcus. Right. You continue on and you get to uh, a strange door. It's not something that you've seen before. It's uh, all the doors that have been down here have all been very utilitarian. They're just metal and they're got simple locks on them. But this door that you get to looks like it's made out of like mahogany. That it's a nice, deep, rich wood. Uh, it's inlaid with uh, inlaid with the white stone that you've seen everywhere. Uh, but Jorik, as soon as he sees that, he draws his he draws his sword, and he says, "Be ready for anything." Um, since since uh, we're about to get into the down and dirty, it feels like. Um, I meant to say something earlier, but I I forgot when when we were in the void. You said your body feels great. Did did I get the shit beat out of me still, or did I no. not get the shit beat out of me? No, no. You're, you're, you're all topped up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Did I use that? No. Key? Okay, so it's just, so essentially, that, okay, okay. Cool beans. Good to know. Because Harkos, Harkos was on seven. So <laughs> that was, it's going to be a rough boss fight. <laughs> so Harkos will uh, will draw his spear 
Did you have uh, paper to uh, to draw it out with? Yeah, I did, Ken. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. I, ha- I have I have all those pieces of paper that those shitty notes from the mystery person keep leaving me all over town. I have all that paper that I can just scratch over their bullshit messages and draw my spear on those. Tape them together with some bird spit. Okay. Jerk. <laughs> You're being a little rude, and I don't know how I feel about it. You're being rude also. Why? Because I've transported Harko's, you to an awful... No, because you're, ass, you're, you're d- d- using English against me. <laughs> you're not used to it, are you, motherfucker? No, I'm not, because the only time the English gets used on game night is when I'm fucking Elias, which is not right now. <laughs> okay, uh, so you, you see this door uh, that's laid out right there. Uh, so do you just proceed on through? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, Harkos and Trevor at this point are as much in the dark as everybody else if uh, Melee is apparently the bad guy and not a bunch of trapezoids. Maybe she's she's the three trapezoids in a trench coat now, except the <laughs> trench coat is a dragon costume. All right, so uh, you go up to the door and you open it, and as you open it, it's almost like a different wind comes out from it. Uh, That it's just stagnant. Like, it's... It's like this burned and just never aired out. Like, it's got that that smell to it on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you open up the door and there is just a wreck uh, that it almost looked like it was probably a pretty nice little entry area at one time. Uh, it, it doesn't look like anything else that you've seen down here. That there's furniture and there's bookshelves and, and decorative, uh, like d- decorative pieces that are on pedestals, but that it's just burned and melted I and like man I'm trying to find the right words that it's it's just a train wreck in here that something went wrong Mm I so you get in here and that smell is is just almost overwhelming that and it it's the same thing throughout all the rooms that it's it's like it's not like a fire was in here but something has just destroyed everything in here that there's like pieces of metal that have just been melted and twisted like chandeliers that probably that once hung from the ceiling that are on the floor and just it you can see that it was almost liquefied at some point I but what do you want to do leave this hellscape and never come back uh what are there any like other 
rooms off of this one or is it like just this area you, you can see there's the entry area and then there is a uh, a doorway that leads into a hallway uh you can see a couple other doors that are down that hallway that uh that have been shattered and there's just pieces hanging from the hinges on those doors um i i suppose we just we breach and clear then yes uh, unless you know where we're headed Jorik I've not seen something like this in these mines before I've not seen anything like this I'm just a, I'm just as confused as you are uh, then we then we push onward <clears throat> Uh, so you walk forward and uh, you you kind of peek your head into the rooms that are off of the that are off of this hallway and uh, you almost get the sense that something caustic has been has been thrown around this room uh, that as you start looking in these side ones that it's it's like melting the walls. Uh, like something strong enough to actually like partially liquefy the stone and you can see where it's like dripped it's almost like the side of a candlestick like those drips that you can see on them like that's uh what the walls look like oh dear but there's nothing of substance that's left in these rooms it's just everything has just been destroyed um This looks like fun. <laughs> I'm even more excited to be down here now. <laughs> uh, from further down this hallway, you can hear another scream that echoes out. Uh, I'm, I'm charging. That uh, Jorik tries to grab you to pull you back. Uh, he's he's going to try to... No, well, that's not going to happen. So he, you see him, you, you hear him say... No, no, stranger, no. And he grabs, he grabs for you, but he misses. Okay. So are you just bull rushing yeah. through? Bull, bull rush. Okay. Uh, so you rush through, uh, and you, there's, <sighs> there's a door that's still actually on its hinges that's on, that's at the end of this hallway. And you burst through that door. And it's the remnants of a bedchamber that, again, the walls look like that they've melted. Uh, there's the remnants of a bed that is sitting in the middle and then a broken door on the opposite end of this room. Out the door. OK, you charge straight through. You hear footsteps from behind you as uh, Jorik and uh, Selena charge forward as well. Harkos, what are you doing? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try to be shortly behind Trevor because I definitely didn't take off when he did. But it was as Jorik went to grab him, Harkos would have started to pick up the pace and probably turned to me like, "Yeah, there's there's really no stopping that from happening." Sorry. <laughs> okay, I uh, so you all charge forward, uh, Trevor. You get through the next door and you see a wide open circular 
chamber with the broken remnants of a dragon statue in the center. Ooh, broken. All right. Uh, standing next to the statue is a figure that is on the ground that is just writhing and screaming in pain. As you can see, parts of their body is just misshaping underneath these ragged clothes that they wear. Uh, that an arm will just suddenly lurch out and grow and appear scaly for a moment and then retract as the person screams. What do you do? Oh, God. I'm... Mm. I, I attack. This is bad, Juju. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I will go ahead and give you uh, basically a surprise round. So go ahead and make your attack. Uh, it's an 18. 18 to hit? Yeah. Yes, that is. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. All right. So you strike into it and you hear another scream of pain as the head whips around and part of the robe falls off of off of the face and you can see it's Melia. Oh, no. And parts of her skin have been replaced by black scales. Uh, and you can see her her nose and mouth start to stretch to form a snout and then she slams her hand into her face and pushes it back as she screams in pain again. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Amelia. Oh, are you? Why do you strike me? What's You've been tainted. Your blood is tainted. And then she slams her face again and screams. Oh, uh, dear. So uh, Jorik and Selena come up behind you and Harkos, you arrive and you see the same scene. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you motherfuckers asked for this. <laughs> we didn't know, Ken. We didn't know what we were doing. And you knew what we were doing. You knew the whole time. Oh, God. So, I mean, so we come in and we see the scene. So it's obvious uh, to to Harkos upon entry that it's that it's Melia over in the bed, right? Yes. Yes. And she's got the scales all over and everything. And yes. So Harkos is going to come in and. It's gonna. So it'll. He's gonna come running in to try and catch up to Trevor, but he's gonna falter as he's like, Trevor, you really shouldn't go run. <sighs> no, no. It wasn't. Wasn't. Wasn't supposed to be real. Jork's just wrong. He's crazy. It's, uh, Trevor is. Trevor, what? What the. What's going on? I, I, I do not know. Uh, 
I, I, we have to count this as a blessing. She's trying to fight the change. We need to kill her now. That's Jorik. As he starts moving towards her with his sword. But he, she, she's fighting it. You can't just she. Oh, I'll in, interpose myself. He he looks up at you and he says, you don't understand the damage that she did to my people. She may be fighting it, but she won't win. I've seen what happens on the other side of this. Step aside. But she is also our our friend. Look at your friend. Tell me how to fix her and I will. The only fix that I can see is a blade through her throat. So I'm going to I'm going to go place myself next to Trevor. This is a bad idea, Brad. But <laughs> I'm going to go put myself next to Trevor and and draw my I'm going to uh, wield my spear because I don't have any paper <laughs> and um, look Jorik in the eye and be like, I, I am sorry, but they were her people, too. Before the marriage to Elian and everything, they were her people, and whatever Elian and his nefarious deeds with the Dragon Rock and this town, they did this to her. She did not have a choice in the matter, and right now she is choosing to try and hold it back. You're not going to take that choice from her. that I must cut you down so that I may save my people from her. Roll for initiative. Oh, Jesus. 14. Ooh. I have a 16. Okay. Jorik has an 18. Uh, Look, you don't have to go in twos. <laughs> oh, that's fucking weird. Uh, Trevor, did you have the 16 or was it Harkos? I have 16. That was And then you had a 14? Yes. Uh, Selena had a 11. Okay. Uh, so top of the order, uh, I'm calling an initiative 20. Uh, you can see Melia try, is starting to change again, and she's going to roll to see if she can hold back. Okay. Uh, so she rolled very well, and uh, it's a uh, 17 total for the save. So she, you hear her scream as one of her arms elongates and grows these talons on the end of it that start to reach up for Harkos. But then she, with her other arm, grabs a hold of it and pulls it back. And her hand slowly starts changing back into it, a normal hand. Oh, jeez. I like that Trevor walked in and smacked her in the face with a hammer, but she's going all dragon, and she's like, fuck the bird, he looks like food. I'm like, cool, that's that's fine. I like chicken wings. Uh, It's actually, Al, there's not a lot of meat there. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so it is Jorik's turn, and he is going to attack Harkos. I'm rolling for it. It's 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 nice and fine. I, I heard. It's fine. 
Okay, so that sucked. Uh, that was a 15 total. Oh, it just barely misses. Uh, and then that's a 15 on the die. So I'm assuming that will that will hit you with any bonus. <clears throat> just barely hits me with any okay. bonus. All right, so that deals 10 damage as he cuts into you. Fuck me running. I'm fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but after that is Trevor's turn. You saw him without any restraint just try to cut down your friend. Uh, I'm summoning my spiritual weapon. Okay. Get an attack on its first turn? Yes, it can. Yes. Okay. And I'm saying, you've made your choice, and I am sorry, friend, and I'm going to attack him. Okay. <coughs> Roll it up. That's a nat 20. Jesus. Yay. And then for my spirit weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did not sound as good. Spear weapon has a nine. Okay, that did not hit. <laughs> what? Who would have thunk it? So 20 points of damage for my crit. 20? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you hit him, roll a perception check. 19. Okay. Not quite. So, uh... Jesus! Oh, man. You wanted Odin. I'm giving you Odin. I was gonna say Odin, eat your heart out. (laughs) Uh, Harkos, it is your turn. Quick sidebar for those listening. Dean is the campaign that Ken ran on our Saturday game night uh, that recently ended around the same time we started the podcast. Um, it was brutal. It was uh, quite sad and broke a lot of us players, but we keep asking for more of it. And this is this is the <laughs> because more. Because it was amazing. You, was amazing. You can, can revel in the stupidity as to why would anyone ask for more of this? We don't know. But as soon as this game night's over, we're going to ask when it can happen again. So <laughs> you can be as fucked in the head as the rest of us. Um, Harkos' turn. So to start out my turn, Arcos is going to take, because presumably it's been there, and I guess I just, I didn't think of it till now, uh, but we've not really called it out, but Jorik gave us, uh, like, those medals or whatever mm-hmm. uh, uh, not too long ago. Yeah, Arcos is going to take his, and before he attacks, he's going to look Jorik in the eye, like, after just taking the, the, the stabby stab to the gut, and he's, he's going to let him know, he's going to say, um, I don't know what has happened that you don't remember us and that all these things are happening, but, and he's going to take it, he's going to throw it on the ground. He's like, I in no way want to represent whatever you stand for now. And uh, then he's going to attack Jork. Okay. Uh, that is a 18 on okay, the dice. Nice. Yay. Um, that is uh, an 11 piercing damage. Okay. And then I will smack him in the face. Just the once. That is a dirty 20. 
Okay, that hits. And then it is six slashing damage. All right. And six. <clears throat> Very nice. Uh, so at the end of your turn, it is Selena's turn. And she is. So you see Selena from behind Jorik that she knocks an arrow and she pulls it back and she looks perplexed for a minute and so she holds. She doesn't know what to do. (gasps) Something within her is fighting. (laughs) There's an internal battle. Uh, So she's held and that goes back to the top of the order, which is going to be Melia trying to hold back. Okay. Uh, so you hear a snap of jaws from behind you, and as you kind of peek over your shoulder, you can he- you can see that her face has become somewhat draconic, and she starts to lunge towards Trevor, but uh, she stops herself before she gets to him and snaps right behind his back and then she almost pushes her face back in and forces herself to change back to her regular form and again she screams in pain when this happens so that makes it Jorik's turn and this time he's going to okay this time he attacks Trevor I think that makes sense <clears throat> also makes Harkless breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> uh, so he says again, you need to stand aside. Look at what she's becoming. If she if she changes, it sh- she'll kill us and then she'll destroy Iron's Edge. If either of you care about that town, then you'll let me do this. And he sw- he takes a swing at you. Uh, so that is a 21 total. God. I'm going to say no. <laughs> it totally hits. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so that is 12 damage that he hits you for. That doesn't even hurt. It's like a tickle. Yeah. Brad, I feel like I feel like whatever choices we make, we're gonna lose. <laughs> Every path is a loss. <laughs> Again, you motherfuckers yeah, yeah, asked yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully aware. Look, we know we make bad decisions. <laughs> All right, Trevor, it is your turn. I'ma hit him. Okay, hit him. Bah! That's an 18 on the die. Okay. Which is a 24. That that definitely hits. And then... Ah, dropped it. Then spirit weapon. is a 17 on the die, which is also... Well, which is a 23. Okay. That hits. So, for my first one... That's uh, 8 points of damage... And for my spare weapon, 
that is 10 points of damage. Nice. Okay. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, Harkos, it's your turn. So. I'm I'm going to hold my action. Okay. Because Nick is having an internal battle on what the fuck to do. So Harkos is going to hold his action because he also he I I if if we kill Jorik and we'll just say Selena for argument's sake right now. If we kill them both, I don't know how we're going to fix uh Melia. I don't but I also don't think Harkos has it in him to uh, fight her in any capacity, even if it was, like, non-lethal and, like, we'll figure something out afterwards. First of all, Jork's not going to let that happen. Second of all, I, I just, I don't think uh, that I could I could fuck with that noise. So Harkos is going to hold his action, but, uh, and, and the stipulation being, if, if Jork attacks Harkos, he will attack to defend himself. Okay. Um, However, I am going to uh, call out to Selena, being as I can see her just standing in the back. So Harkos is going to brace himself like for an attack, um, and he's going to uh, say, "Selena, I, kn- I know you don't seem to know us either, but I, I don't know where you have him hiding. But if you could just have Marcus just uh, tie Jorik up for a minute, and let's we could we could talk about this uh, quickly." before making any hasty actions against one another. Uh, so, as soon as you say Marcus's name, she drops her bow. And she falls to her knees and she starts crying. Oh, no! <laughs> That's not what I wanted! That's not what I wanted! <laughs> okay. All going according to plan. Or Marcus. Uh, so at the end of your turn, you say all that. She's crying. She looks up at you. So that it's Selena's turn now, conveniently. She looks up at you and she says, she's the one that killed Marcus. And I, <sighs> I can't just replace him. And she grabs the bow and she fires at Melia. That's fair. Uh, which is <sighs> not a good shot. Uh, she rolled a three. That is not going to hit. I'm going to say that there's too much going around right around Melia, and it just misses. Uh, because she's not trying to hit any of you, and so she's having to aim carefully and does not quite make the shot. So uh, she fires, misses, and it gets to the top of the order, and that is Melia. And and she is rolling really well. Uh, so you hear another scream as you almost you can see her shadow overtake you. Uh, and it, like she's standing above you. And then all of a sudden the shadow shrinks back down with a scream of pain. Oh, jeez. Sun's getting Ugh. real low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Uh, so now it is Jorik's turn. 
And he is going to attack Trevor again. Uh, I'm assuming, does a 16 hit you? On the money. Oh, shit. Because I'm in two-handed mode. Yeah. Uh, So that is six damage. Okay. That takes it to... Actually... He's going to use a bonus action. You see him. Uh, Trevor, you actually recognize this, that this is healing word that he's casting on himself. I'm gonna I'm gonna legendary action silence. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor, more lies I see. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so he heals himself just a little bit, but not much. Must uh, be fucking nice. So Trevor, it is your turn. <sighs> God, I don't even know. Yeah, see, you're in the same fucking boat as me. Because uh, so our our options are we have to murder Jorick and Selena, and then not know what the fuck to do, or we have to murder an unarmed Melia Tinleaf, hope that we kill her before our attacks give her disadvantage on turning into a fucking dragon, <laughs> and if not, we have to turn her into a dragon, or we have to fight her as a dragon. Well, and here's another question. If this is Dark Riven, who's to say the dragon isn't a good thing? Because <laughs> it's not completely reverse a world, Brad, because I had that same thought. I was like, ooh, it's reverse time. So, like, maybe Ansigar's like a total badass good guy. And I was like, no, because Elian was still a dick. So <laughs> it's not completely different. It's just you and I never made it here until it was too late. This is the two legs. I'm, I'm still swinging at Jorik. Okay. That is a 24. Yep, that hits. And that is not a 24. This is an 11. <laughs> okay, that does that does not hit. <laughs> and it's 14 points of damage. Ooh. All right. Uh, he is looking very wounded. Please, Jorik. And I keep... I I forgot to do this last round, so go ahead and roll a perception check. A what? A perception check. That is a 15. Okay. Nope. Uh, So, uh, that makes it Harkos' turn. He does not show any signs of letting up. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the to to Amelia's bedside. Well she's not in a bed. She's on the floor next to the broken pieces of the dragon statue. Okay. I just we were in a bedroom for whatever reason in my head I thought she, when she was robed that she was in the bed or whatever. No, it so was I'm, on the opposite. Like you had to go through the bedroom to get to this chamber. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Um so, so it, she's on the she's on the ground then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go right. This is this is bad fucking territory, <laughs> but I'm gonna go right up next to her, and and I'm gonna uh, crouch down 
and I'm going to ask her, not that she really knows, um, but Harkos is going to going to go. What? What? How? How do I help? How do? How do I? How do I stop all of this? What? What, what can I do? I can't fight you. What? What can I do? Hold on a sec. So she looks up at you and she has tears in her eyes. And then all of a sudden her face changes to being somewhat draconic. And she looks at you straight in the eye and she says, kill them all. Okay. (laughs) Um. Hmm. That is a 21 to hit Melia. Okay. That 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 does it. Yes. So the the way I'm I'm going to do this with with where I am when she says that uh I'm going to like uh I know I know this isn't going to be like a a one a one and done situation but Harkos is going to like place his hand on her back he's like there's there's not much of you left anymore and he's just going to drive the spear into her chest for the for the spear attack okay um that's going to be um eight piercing damage okay I uh, and I'm I'm not in a proper position to RP me doing a bonus melee attack, so I'm not even going to do one. Even though I definitely should do more damage to her, uh, because I'm terrified of what's going to happen to me. But um, it does. I there's no way I'd be like ha huh, in the chest and then just backhand her across the face. So, <laughs> so uh, go ahead and uh, roll up a perception check. Okay, that's a natural twenty. Okay. Fucking uh, hell. So you suddenly realize that there's that same tinkling noise that you had heard out when you were getting close to the room with the pot of gold. That same noise is going on right now. It's just real faint underneath the surface of everything. So well, no, I, I, I did my talkies. I did my attack. It's it's not my turn anymore. Okay. Uh, it is Selena's turn. Uh, she is going to resume her course of action and take a shot at Melia, which is an awful shot again. So you hear an arrow whiz by your head uh, as she so. takes her shot and misses. And... That takes it to the top of the order, so it's Melia again. Oh, okay. Um, so you see, you saw her face that changed to that draconic as she spoke to you, mm-hmm. and then you stabbed into her. And she did the same thing that she had been doing, that she, like, pushed... She put her fa- her hand onto her face and tried to push back, but it does nothing. And she looks up 
at you, and she tries to bite you. Okay. Uh, that is a 14 total. Does not hit. Okay. So oh, she takes God. a quick snap at you, and you were able to pull your head back really quick so that it misses. Uh, and then you hear, you cannot stop the return of the dragons. And now it is Jorik's turn. And he looks at you, Trevor, and he says, your friend has the right idea. We need to end her. If Hawkins says so, then I suppose. So you, do you step off? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, this is what happens. As soon as you step away, everything else stops. What? And you see Jorik looks over at you and he kind of cocks his head and he puts his he he puts his sword back in the scabbard. Finally, you accept the truth. And no matter the circumstances, you will do whatever is necessary to protect these people. And for that, I must congratulate you for solving this riddle. And you see his form shifts and changes into that of the leprechaun. Creepy old fucker. I always I... knew that you weren't trying to steal me gold. I just wanted to test you. <laughs> I... <laughs> there is a rage that is building inside <laughs> of Harkos at the moment. Well, I mean, leprechauns are about the size of a small morsel that an owl would pick well, up in the night, correct? <laughs> this like I could is, easily this, this snag him the, he's with my feet the, and disembowel he, him. He's about the size of a dwarf. He's a little I mean, stocky. I mean, Arcus is not a regular owl. He's an alacoker. So I mean, right? Size-wise, I think it equals out. I could. I mean, I could turn him into an owl pellet easy. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Oh, your god. <laughs> Mine are telling me to murder this shitty little shithead that made me stab my wife. Uh, wow. What? Presuming How a lot. Winged shadow babies is not a presumption. It is a foretelling mm. from the future. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he he looks over at, at you, Harkos, and uh, you look down and you realize that you're holding him. He... Gives you this big toothy grin, and uh, is you're very gentle. You do realize what all we've been through. Can I twist the spear? Because yes. I want to twist the spear. <laughs> it's ooh, not gonna ow. fucking hurt him. Oh, ow! Ooh, e! Oh, ooh! That hurt. <laughs> I hate mm. you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Don't suppose he's got a little doll, does he? No, no, he does not. Well, glad that we had this time together, but I think it's time for you to go back to your world. Yes, if you're done playing. Well, I just wanted to show you what could happen. You asked for it. <laughs> if, if you keep us here any longer, I will be sure to show you what could happen. Oh, 
This one's feisty. This one does not like having his mind toyed with. <laughs> Sometimes it's just necessary. But uh, I did. Did you learn the lesson? I'm pretty sure we already knew. The lesson is to always stick by those who are important to you, no matter what the cost is. Honestly, you could have done this either way and proven the same point. I just wanted to show you the damage that can be done. <laughs> can, can I swing at him? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> That's a 22. <laughs> okay, that hits. I'm, I'm having traumatic flashbacks. That's 13 points of damage. Okay. Do I still have a spirit weapon? Yeah. <laughs> that is a 18. Uh, yes, that hits. That's nine points of damage. Okay. I. Uh, oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> you you hit quite hard. How do we make you stop talking and also existing? <laughs> I'm working on the existing part. Oh, so you're not going to stop, eh? We have people to take care of. And I've shown you how. <laughs> I do not like you. <laughs> I do not like you. I do not like the way you teach. I would rather be back in the monastery if this is what the world was like. <laughs> I was quite bored there. Oh, you can't, you can't be that cruel to your past. It's what got you to the point that you are. And you've met so many great people along the way. You're not on that list. Oh, <laughs> I am quite hurt. It is so sad. It doesn't sad. appear so. <laughs> Are we going to finish this or, or, uh, is, I, I, just, you, you seem intent on killing me. I just wanted to see if you wanted to continue to try. I mean, if, if you're not going to put us back, I, 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 Yes, I would like to kill you. Yes, if if <laughs> if, if we stay here, I, I will spend the, everything that I am <laughs> forever. Oh, would bring me great pleasure. <laughs> will you be stuck here if you kill me, though? Mm, I don't care. Oh, I will have killed you. That will be satisfaction enough. <laughs> if you if you're gonna attack him, go ahead and attack him. Harkos isn't going to attack him unless I absolutely have... If, if he doesn't... Harkos, you already told me that he just took my punches and it was nothing. Yeah. And you and specifically after I, after I landed a, a crit with my spear. Yeah. So, like, in, in, in my head cannon, when a crit happens, my guy just... He feels it. He's like, oh, that's a fucking good one. Like, I know I put a lot of oomph into that guy. And dude's just like, eh. So I mean this is this is like if if you put a face on a punching bag 
and then animated them out. It was like, you can keep hitting me till I'm dead if you want. And I mean, eventually the beans might come out, but s- still going to just be an empty bag talking at you annoyingly. Well, it, you're making the decisions here. I can't kill him. You could. You don't know. Now I'm fucking attacking him again. Then Okay, <laughs> then fucking attack a, him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> um... Uh, t- uh, 22. Yep, that hits. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Harkos. Um, uh, 11 piercing damage. Okay. Um, uh, key point for Flurry of Blows. <laughs> okay. Um, one key point. Um,. Okay, uh, this is a... Oh, God, math is hard. Uh, na- ni- 19, right? 13, si- 19. Jesus. Okay, that hits. And then the second one is a natural 20. What the fun. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'm also going to use my brutal accuracy on this motherfucker, okay. too. So, yep. Okay, the crit one first. So it's a four... The fucking A, man. That was max damage on the crit. Nice. Okay. So f- four, four, and four. So that's 16. And then there's this one, which is three and four, which is seven, which brings us to 23. And then one more of these brings us to 27 points of slashing damage. Wow. All right. So. You stab into him with the spear, and then you do your double tap with uh, the backhand. And you hit him across the side of the cheek, and you see his head completely spins around until it faces you again. And you hear all the corresponding pops and cracks of that happening. And then, like like it's a movie... Or a cartoon, he just keels straight backwards and lands on the ground dead. Trevor, I, I feel better. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me as a person, but I very much did not like this thing or what it made me do or think I did. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna like bump him with like the the leprechaun on my foot. It twitches. It's like body spasm. I don't know if it's actually dead. You hear a voice whisper from behind you. True evil can never die. And that's the real lesson. (laughs) And then you see a rainbow. Flash down from the ceiling and hit you. And that is where we'll call it. Oh, man. Well. It was not gratifying. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd, I'd very much like to say Happy St. Patrick's Day, but there's nothing pleasant <laughs> um, about about how I feel currently. 
Oh, but you guys asked for this. I fucking understand. I get it. I understand. I'm on the same page. You know. I know. Brad knows. We asked for it. Did we really want it, though? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. But but did we? Like, somewhere deep down, we knew, like, this was going to suck horribly. Like, sure, maybe we're masochists or whatever. But ultimate, <laughs> ultimately... <laughs> We knew it's like, oh, this is this would be like fun. The audience could see Ken's got a dark side. I, mm. And again, to the audience, don't worry, we'll fucking ask for it again later, and you can do a callback and be like, but Nick, you said, and I'll be just as pissy as I am right now about people shoving it in my face. Oh, you asked for it. <sighs> bullshit leopard man I'm gonna have a complex about leprechauns now I didn't mind them <laughs> I knew they were shitty and like did the like tricks to people and stuff and they weren't necessarily like great beings I'm gonna I'm just gonna like I'm, it's gonna be kill on sight from this point forward in every campaign ever could be a good guy you've met him 17 different times don't care I'm gonna murder him this time I closed my eyes all the other times Okay, well, thank you all very much for for tuning in for this special edition episode of Rolling in the Geek. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, maybe you're listening to it while you're celebrating. I don't know. Uh, but thank you for uh, thank you for taking the special time with us on a on a different day for this special, wonderful, bright and happy episode. Uh, n- not canon also to to share with the people Arcos and well it's canon but not canon I, you yeah. know it's kind of interesting how it, it's pseudo canon pseudo canon pseudo canon it might it might have an effect who knows it might affect how you guys perceive Riven from here on out I don't know uh, but either way if everybody or if you enjoyed what you listened to here we would truly appreciate you supporting us on Patreon I uh, as your good little warlocks, we will offer up gifts to our patrons. We have some new stuff going on. We've reevaluated some of our tiers uh, and uh, have some new uh, updated options for things. If you uh, if you want to check those out, maybe they might be a little bit more interesting for you. But uh, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you just want to say hello to Trevor and Arcos, feel free to tag us at Roll in the Geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-K. Thank you very much, Horse Brad. Nick. <laughs> Nay. What? <laughs> what do you uh, want? <laughs> Nick, this week you are the sound leprechaun. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. I negate, I negate your title. Uh, you edit these episodes to such a fine degree that it's like finding the pot at the end of the ra- pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Can you please? I don't even know how to how to put that. Can you just give us something fun to go out on since the rest of this was pretty dark? 
Oh, sure, Ken. I'd love to give you something nice to go out on. It's lovely <laughs> St. Patrick's Day of all the day. Fuck me. <sighs> Did I ruin St. Patrick's Day for you guys? Nope. It's great. Nope. I'm glad it's St. Patrick's Day. I can drink myself into a fucking stupor and just forget about every a bit of this happening. It'd be wonderful. It's what the gold is. Spears gold. Leprechaun's like. Anyway, uh, it's not a numbered episode, so rhyming is out the window. Uh, but it's it's Harkos. So sh- do we ri- hootie who from Harkos? Had we had to have killed Jorik, Selena, and Melia, it would have been a hat trick on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Hey, ah. look at that! You're using some hockey terminology. Yeah. Um. And we'll see if Ken's still alive come episode twenty-five. Yeah. Um. Uh, with it being St. Patrick's Day, I didn't I didn't want to do like some I, I wanted to do something kind of related to St. Patrick's Day and stuff, but I didn't want to do like some weird Irish song because there are a lot of them out, out there and I knew I would have screwed them up and I don't know them and no one else is going to know them. So instead, I did something that was close to my heart that feels more along the lines of what would probably happen on St. Patrick's Day. Um, I am borrowing from uh, Whose Line. They do like the Irish drinking song sometimes at the end of the show. So I wrote an Irish drinking song, but it's an Irish D&D song, so it's Dungeons and Drinking. Um, So, without further ado, here's my St. Patrick's Day Irish D&D song. We gather here on Fridays to play a game or two. Our goal is always have fun and laugh until we're blue. We try to keep it reined in, but alas to no avail. Our train gets drawn off course and we always lose the trail. Oh, idy, 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 idy. Sometimes for the holidays, we do something weird like fight Black Friday zombies or that fat guy with a beard. We work all through the night, it seems, and make each other mad. But in the end, it feels worth it, especially if if you cliffhanger brad oh so that's all i've wrote down for this here song i hope that you like it i've made it not so long and so we say goodbye we'll see you later this week we wish you well as always from all of us here at rolling in the geek go yeah Take a shot every time I say ID. She's <laughs> gonna die. You'll be Don't drunk. Give him that advice. <laughs> You'll be drunk before verse two. <laughs> I didn't say it had to be absinthe. I didn't even say it had to be alcohol. I just said take a shot. Y'all are the ones making it deadly. I mean, it should be alcohol. You'll have more fun that way. So if people are taking shots every time, like they're trying to send texts to their crushes, mm. like they're shooting their shot. I mean, that's like, that's fair. If the, I mean, that's a lot of texts. You just gotta sit. I mean, that's that's a that's a player right there. <laughs> All right, stopping the recording. Stopping um, the recording. Okay, okay, everybody, everybody just stay calm. This usually doesn't happen. It's okay, it's yoga. We're supposed to relax. I didn't know that the track would have this effect. It's never happened like this before. How is the yoga? The yogurt's alive, and now it's on fire. What is going on? 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.